Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, uh, we're right around Christmas time, and who better to talk to about Christmassy things and, and so many things going on than the author of Ransom Notes, and not only the, the book Ransom Notes, but the weekly uh, thoughts on Ransom Notes. She's the subject of a documentary. She's the subject a, of an extended radio series, and now, of course, she's the host of her show each and every week. And uh, again, Ransom Notes, a positive thing. Usually it's a, it, you know, people remember it, kidnapping and things. Well, n- you're not being kidnapped. You're here voluntarily. And Ransom Notes is a, turned into a positive thing because of this woman, Catherine Ransom. Catherine, how are you? Well, I'm fine, and I'm so glad that I haven't been kidnapped. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> because I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that anybody would like to pay a ransom for me. So no. it's, it, I'd pay it, one. It, That's for sure. And I think the listeners would, too. Well, you know, it's sort of your parents that pitch in real quickly if a kid is uh, right. ran- kidnapped, and uh, mine obviously uh, are not around. So uh, that's nice to know, though, that you might help me out. I'll remember that when, uh, if I ever get kidnapped, that I'll tell them to call you. How's that? <laughs> no problem at all. I'll be right there. Hey, listen, though, it's great that we're getting into the Christmas season, and uh uh, I don't know if you have a botanical garden in your part of New York, but the other night we went uh, uh, over to Washington Park, which is here in town, and uh, it, it's just fun. They had 10 decorated trees that the staff had, had and they were all centered around the theme of uh, Christmas and toys and, and candy and festivities, and they're, they were beautiful. And when I asked the staff who had done them, they said, we did. Because sometimes, you know, you have decorated trees and it's a fundraiser for people. And they, uh, uh, you know, different companies and different groups of people do one tree. And here this small staff at the Botanical Garden uh, had decorated, I believe there were 10. And then surrounding it, and of course, it's a Botanical Garden, there were over 500 poinsettias in bloom of various kinds, not all solid red. And they were scattered amongst all of the 10 trees as well as in other parts of the uh, botanical building. And I don't know, there was a little mist in the air as we walked in and it was put to the spirit. And it's amazing how some of those things just help. And it's so nice that public workers and servants and helpers and employees will take time to make the holiday bright and cheery for there was no charge anybody could have come it wasn't just for people who had hundred dollar bills they didn't even ask for a donation and i just think it's nice and probably you have something like that in your part of the world Oh, no question about it. We have a beautiful one in Brooklyn and and uh, in the Bronx and around here on Long Island, where I'm in Suffolk County. We have an Arboretum, which is probably a similar uh, situation. Sure, and, sure. And uh, it's called the Bayard Arboretum, and it's absolutely beautiful, and it's uh, it's great to go to any time of year. But 
uh, especially in the in the spring and the summer, fall. Yeah, it's it, always every time of, all time of year. It's just beautiful to go to. Yes, we have it, and it's uh, it's it's some place that everyone should enjoy as much as they possibly can. So I got a question for you, Frank. Yes. Are you ready? Yep. Have you have you ever shot a deer? I I haven't. I have them all over my property. They're uh, they're all over the place. I, have you? Well, yes. Yes, I just did it two days ago. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's amazing. And I didn't even have to leave the the, the inside of our apartment building. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? We were invited to the Christmas party that Concordia Village puts on by the staff. We're back to... It's just amazing what staff does at times like this. And they had this marvelous Christmas party, and any of us could go and... There weren't a lot that went. You you know, you had to get up and go downstairs and do it. But we'd never been here, so we thought we would do it. And we walked in, and uh, we they did the normal kinds of things. They had a um, match, unscrambled some Christmas words, and, and then you could move to where you matched up song titles with stanzas from the verse or from the, from the song. And it, for each of these, you got another ticket. And you'd put these tickets in some baskets that were over on the shelf, and there was a present by each of those baskets, and then they would make a drawing, and some people won things, and some of us didn't win anything. And they had uh, a, a great cup, two people. One was playing the piano, and the other was leading us in carols, so we sat and sang carols with a group for a while. And then the really tough one was uh, we had to put on uh, an oven mitts you know those great big thick, like like mittens but they're real real thick and our our job was we had to wrap a christmas present with it wow <laughs> now you, you know it's amazing how much you like your fingers yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Ann and i sort of shared the task and we managed to but the most difficult part believe it or not was cutting the the wrapping paper and finally, I figured out I had to use two mitts and put one set of fingers on one handle of the scissors and, a, and the other one on the other. And it was really awkward cutting, but we got it done. But then I got to kill a deer. Oh, my gosh. And that was the highlight of the day. I mean, now it doesn't take much to give a highlight for me, but I'll share it because someone else is planning a party. And it's a really fun thing for a, a big group. And, you're, you know, we all did things at different times, and it wasn't everybody goes to this and this and this. They had set up, the staff had set up a sort of a small forest of artificial trees. And some of them were quite big because they put two small ones together. One of the staff members put on antlers uh, on their head. You know how you can get those sort of fat, you know, those felt felt things and then he would uh, and then they gave me or anybody a plastic gun that had three potential bullets in it and you had to pull a lever out I guess each time you got ready to shoot to activate one of those three bullets and then you held and shot it like a real gun with a trigger well this fella 
that's behind the trees starts running between the trees, sticking his head out, sticking an arm out. And I shot and I hit plain air. And then I cranked it up again and I shot and I hit a tree. I have only one bullet left. And so I'm a little more deliberate and he pokes his head out and he starts to run and I anticipate and guess what? I got my deer. Wow. <laughs> I know. Isn't isn't it silly what will make an old lady happy? Yeah, but it's it's not silly and you didn't kill anybody. You had the fun of the sport of it and uh and yeah, I was I was wondering whether you really shot you know, like an actual deer, you know, and I, I, I don't have any desire to shoot a deer, you know, and I'm, I'm not against people hunting or, or anything like that because I think there'd be an overpopulation, but this was a fun way to shoot a deer. Well, and I, I'm not a, a gun shooter at all. I, again, I mean, people have their right to do things. I, I elect not to, but this I've used a water pistol before, and so now I've sort of used a toy gun, and it was fun. It was just, you know, and, and when you get my age, you just sort of have to have fun doing crazy things, and it was a lighthearted party. Uh, the staff had put a lot of planning and thought. They even made their own cookies. It wasn't the kitchen that made the, the, the cookies, and they'd frosted them themselves, and I have to admit, their frosting was sticky, and... <laughs> And, and, you know, they weren't great chefs. They were just great party givers. And that, yeah, yeah and, you know, and that wouldn't have happened if we'd been out at our other house. So it was sort of fun to be here. What a great, I think place. The other, what a great, great uh, activity they uh, they put together. What, that's really wonderful. Yeah, it really is. I think the other day we talked about the the new vehicle that's was is parked next to my car. The, if you remember, Frank, we talked about the 31 Chevrolet the little coupe that had the uh, uh, the rumble seat in the back that I was dying to get in and then couldn't because it was too awkward to get in. You had to climb up and so forth. But I was just reminding and remembering that as we move into getting ready for 2022, one of the thoughts as, as I saw that car and every time I get into my car and see it still, I, I'm I re- keep re-remembering the word G-O, and we do need to go. We need to go and take uh, the message of the Lord, take the message of Christmas, take the message to people, and and share that. If you had to stop and think of someone in the Bible, Old Testament or New Testament, who had to go to do something— does any Bible character pop into your head? Uh, I, I think there's a there's a there's a bunch of them, right? I mean, well, first of all, um, if if uh, if you say go, I mean uh, Moses had to go; he had to do something, um, and uh, and he had to lead. He had to go, and he had to lead. Uh, Jesus uh, uh, had to go to the desert, right? He had to, uh, you know, uh, go to the desert. He had to go to uh, different. Uh, different areas. Um, uh, Moses uh, with the uh, burning bush, right? He had to go uh, up the mountain. He had to uh, to go there. Uh, you know, I imagine. I imagine there's a lot. I I'm missing it though, right? There's uh, it, there's one in particular you got. You have well, 
no, but and I actually was thinking of those. All right, now tell me what when you go, we go basically in a car, and that's what triggers the little 31 Chevrolet. How did Moses go? Moses went by uh, by foot, right? Didn't he? Uh, yeah, I'm sure that he, you know. I don't think he had any 31 Chevrolet out there. <laughs> right. And the odds are he probably didn't even have a camel. Uh, they might have had a donkey, but but basically they walked because they yeah. they. And I'm taking sort of a bird walk here, but they said that for the 40 years that they walked, that the Lord made it that their shoes never wore out. Uh, was sort of sort of a miracle we don't ever really talk about, and so all right, let's. You said Jesus. How did Jesus and the disciples go? Uh, they they went as a group, and they for the most part they they walked. I know, uh, you know they they talked about um, Jesus, uh, you know, going on an ass, you know, going uh, in right. A, but, uh, that was uh, that. That's more of the exception rather than the rule. As a rule, they would walk, right? They would go and uh, and. By the way, um, uh, there were uh, uh, apostles that that were fishermen. So you you have to assume that um, uh, many of them traveled by uh, by boat, right? Had to, Bingo. Yeah. Well, and Jesus even took a nap, if you remember, in a boat once while, while they, and then and a storm came up and, you know, they said, oh, great Scott, he's, I mean, they didn't quite say it that way, but right. they said, he's sleeping in here, we're almost ready to drown on this Sea of Galilee and, and, and that kind of thing. I also uh, want to remind ourselves that another one that that really is involved with the word go is that Jesus went into Jerusalem and he went to the pool of Bethesda. And this was an amazing thing that I wish I would have been there at that time. Apparently, when the waters in the in this pool were stirred or moved or whatever, the first person or first persons who got into the water would be healed. And so all around this, if I understand John 5, all around this pool would be invalids, there would be lame people, there would be people that were blind, people that had some kind of a physical ailment or inability, waiting to be able to get into the pool. And Jesus comes up and he goes to this man that is very lame and cannot walk. And he says the strangest thing to him. Now, just remember, these guys are sitting around here and he goes up and he says do you want to get well now how would you answer if you had been lying on the stone or probably wasn't concrete and you've been lying there for a while how in the what what in the world would you answer are you get well what do you think of course i want to get you know that it would be like an obvious thing right you know absolutely well and and our invalid said i have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred he couldn't go so you know what jesus said to him he said pick up your your bed and i think he probably had a pallet of some some type and go and the man did because he was healed but he left and jesus left and somebody says how in the world are you right, right walking now and he says, I don't know, somebody heal me. And then he bumps into Jesus again. 
and he's reminded who he is. And Jesus has a second message for him. Stop sinning and go and tell others. And the invalid immediately went to the city fathers, told them what had happened. And the message for us today is, is that we need to go and we need to tell and we need to find somebody who hasn't heard about God or Jesus and help them have an introduction. And I think sometimes we get bashful. And we're happy to talk about Santa Claus. And I talked about it. I sort of teased you. But I need to be also sharing the gospel. And maybe that's what we're trying to do here, Frank, on this radio program. So my challenge to um, our listeners is, yep, hop into that 1931 Chevrolet, get into the rumble seat, and go off and find someone who needs to hear the word. And you'll be ready to start the new year. Okay, I've got something else for you. Yeah. You, you. Are you sort of, have you ever heard any Christmas songs? Yeah, oh yeah, I love Christmas songs. I listen to them oh, all the time. Okay, I just I just thought, I thought maybe men didn't listen to Christmas songs. Oh, I love them. I love the Christmas songs. Oh, okay. All right. So now you're going to have to put your Santa Claus hat on and think. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a brief phrase from a Christmas carol. Well, yeah, I mean, Christmas song, not necessarily a Christmas carol. Okay? And you have to tell me what the name of the song is. You, you ready? Because yep. this, is, this is really tough. Okay. okay. Two eyes, the, the, the line is, two eyes made out of coal. Frosty the Snowman. Wow. You are on. Okay, got another one. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks. Silver bells. Yeah, and I sort of sound like a clanky iron. No, you sound good. So, uh, it's Christmas time in the city. Yeah, that's that's great. Okay, I think you'll know this one. All is calm. All is bright. Yeah, good. Well, good gracious, you got that one on the first phrase. All right, number four. Glory to the newborn king. Hawk the herald angel sings. Four out of four. Okay. Right. That's not bad. I should get. I, I should delay and give people a chance to answer themselves. How about that? I'm going to delay even if I know it. I, I, I'll allow a delay. Okay. We'll, we'll, I'll allow that. That, that. that works. Okay. The little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. And that's a tough one, but I know that one too. Isn't that a way in a manger? Right on. Oh. You're doing a great Fa la 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 la. Okay, well, I'm going to delay. I'm going to delay, uh, but I'm going to say. Uh, you, I wonder if anybody's thinking about it. Yeah, think I. Are they singing the rest of the fa la 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 laws? Right, and I have deck the halls. Bingo. Win. Five golden rings. Okay, that one I think people are going to know right away. Uh, not that it's not tough, just because it's counting, and uh, and again, where uh, I wonder if we are on the five gold. Oh no, no, we're we're deeper into it than that. We uh, yeah, we'd be a little further than that. I think further. the twelve days of Christmas. 
bingo. Let's see, how many days is it? So this is, this is Monday. We have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So it's five days left. So uh, uh, five is seven. So seven. Swans are swimming, isn't yes, it? That's what it is. Oh. Seven swans. Yeah. Okay. So and and around our place, we have some swans swimming in the little ponds. So that's that's nice. All right. This is the last one. So far, you you're batting one hundred. Giddy up, giddy up. Let's go. Oh wow. Oh, I, I, I giddy up, giddy up. Let me see. Uh, oh wow! Do you want to know something? I'm, you're going to stump me on this one. I know the song. Um, um, oh my gosh! It, 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 it's something on which you ride. Yeah, it's a sleigh. I know that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right the. Uh, the, uh, it's just called, you're, you've got it, Sleigh Ride. It's just plain Sleigh Ride. No kidding. Wow. See, I would have lost right then and there. if uh, Well. I would have lost one anyway. Well, since the since the prizes aren't very big, <laughs> it's just that, that uh, it's just that I'll tell you, you did a good job. And you were a good sport to do it. And you had to listen to me sing. But, you know, this nice, is. By the way, don't, don't, don't play your singing. <laughs> Christmas carols well, are different, you know. You don't have to be Pavarotti. You don't have to be Sinatra. Uh, it, you just, it, you just have to have it in your heart. Christmas carols. You sang beautifully. But if somebody is listening to this, it, we're going. I'm going to take this list to our family when I go to Oklahoma, and uh, we'll probably have some time during the two days that I'm there, or two and a half days, when I'll pull out a sheet, uh, and anybody could do it. It's a simple kind of thing that. Uh, when we did it at a party, we were doing it as teens. There were two or three of us thinking of the answer, so it went a little more easily because sometimes you go. But we had one column with the uh, name of the, with the phrase, and the second column, A, B, C, D, was the name of songs, and you had to match them up. And it's a great thing that you could do with a family if you've got a lot of people coming in at various ages and you want something to do so they don't get totally bored and, or tear down the Christmas tree or run around the house screaming or, or whatever do. Uh, when, when everybody's at the, your place at Christmas, do you ever find that the conversation sort of slows down at time or you wish sometimes that you just had sort of a group discussion and a little bit of, I don't mean heavy theoretical uh, political discussions, but just something a little bit more serious. Do you ever, you ever have that thought go through your head? Oh, sure. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, sometimes uh, it's the opposite, where you say, oh, boy, people are getting a little heavy here. We should make a little lighter. So I think it cuts both ways, right? It's the so, sort well, of... That's a, it, and that's a thought. And I, I suspect some families n never get into the tough side, and others probably are there all the time because it's almost an either-or. So I, I just was thinking about that and, and I'm sort of working with you because I want to have a couple in my head that I might use with our family uh, if there's a time when I round the dinner table or something and w one one idea that I had and I'll welcome your feedback I might throw out to the to the group that most what's the most remarkable gift you've ever received and why do you think of it as remarkable and I'll let you react too, but I'll share mine. Uh, 
because I've thought about it as I wrote this, and, and mine's really crazy. The day I was born in Portland, Oregon, I received a little bear with movable arms from my uncle. And I'm now 86, and that bear is 86 also because I've had it and still have it. Wow. So it's it's not something super, but if you talk to me about all the gifts I've received, that's the one I most often remember. And isn't it crazy? A little stuffed bear. Do you remember any gifts you've received that are sort of special? You know, we were just talking about deer before. I'm a... I'm a big animal lover, and I know you are, too. You love nature. And I remember before my two youngest were born, my wife and my two oldest boys gave me a book. Uh, it was The the Mammals of North America. And, mm. uh, and it was, uh, it, you know, it, it might have gone by the, by the wayside, but I remember they, they gave it to me. And I got so into that book, I started exploring and and seeing the mammals, uh, you know, not not everyone. I didn't see polar bear in in the wild, but I um I, I have seen I have seen uh, wild animals using that book from you know this is going twenty one years now. I have that book and it's it's in it's in pretty good condition, uh, you know. But it, it it was such a beautiful book. And by the way, I I brought them along, and then uh, our two youngest who weren't born yet. Um, uh, to see horses in the wild and moose in the wild and and donkeys, wild burrow in the wild, and uh, I, I've seen lions and um, and you know here in North America, you know uh, mountain lions and and which are tricky to see and uh, all in the, uh, in the wild, bobcats and and uh, I think that led to my uh, my children uh, having a love for nature. So I would say that's. I, it, I I can't believe it, I, it, but that's what comes to mind as being a, a gift that keeps giving. You know, what's interesting about both of our memories is that these were not, neither of those would be considered an expensive right. item. Uh, I, 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 I have no idea what Uncle Justin paid for the bear, but I'm sure it wasn't too much because it was only about eight inches tall. And, you know, it wasn't a huge bear. It was just the right size for a baby. And a book, I mean, books today are expensive, but but they're certainly not uh, a, a big stereo or a clock or a watch or a car or a big trip. It, they were too simple practical items and sometimes we think when we get to the holiday time that we've got to buy the most expensive gift for our relatives and our and our close friends and it really sometimes isn't necessary so sort of so i got two more and i know we have to sort of close here but just for people to think we won't actually discuss them but two others that i'm playing around with where would you like for your family together in 2022 for Christmas. If you could take your family, whatever the family is that you normally gather together, where would you like to have them meet so that you could celebrate the holiday? And you have to, and the family member has to say, and why they would like to go to the zoo or why they would like to go to New York City or wherever it might be. That's another one. And then number three, what is 
and this one could be used on New Year's Eve if you were at a party. Yeah. What's the most enjoyable thing you did in 2021 and explain why it was enjoyable? We think we've, we've begun to think of 20 and 21 as being sort of down years because we've been locked up. But there has to be some good things that we need to remember in this in this year. So let people sort of share what would have been something really good that happened to you this year and tell us why. Just might sort of shift the discussion with your family. And it might not work for your group. That's okay. Yes. So I've got a challenge. I'm going to close today with a, a challenge. If you remember, we talked a couple weeks ago or so about this Julie Hawkins, who was 105 years old. Amazing, yeah. And she won a race. She run the, won the 100-meter dash. It, she ran it as a 105-year-old. She ran it in a minute and three seconds, but she was disappointed because her goal had been to run it in one minute. So what is your goal for 2022, what would you like to really do? My goal, among others, is that I would like to hit 50 or less on every nine-hole golf game I play. Ask your family, at either in Christmas or at New Year's holiday, what's your goal? We need to have a goal. If we're going to take the idea that we need to go and spread the gospel, one goal might be something that relates to your religion, and one might be that relates to your personal life, like, I want to play golf better. That's, yeah, so, incredible. I wish everybody a happy and a Merry Christmas and a holiday. Yeah, to everyone there. And I, as you said that, there's a little Christmas music coming out behind you. I don't know if people can hear it, but... Oh, yes, I have it on deliberately. Ah, that's uh, what a... What a nice touch, and it came in perfectly on cue. But I, I'm going to remember all of these things, uh, including the uh, including the the holiday game, the uh, the Christmas music game, and uh, I'm I'm going to lead with sleigh ride. I'm, no, I'm not going to because sleigh ride's too difficult. People might know the song, but the the war, the title might not come to their mind. But yeah, and and Catherine. Uh, what, what I I'm just going to leave you with this, and you inspire me to do things like this. I know someone who has uh, has lost their their way. I don't want to say lost their faith because that would be too much. I don't know that for sure. But there's someone that I know that used to be very very active in her church, and she's an older woman, and she's uh, I think discouraged. And I, I'm going to make it my goal. All right, this is going to be one of my goals for sure, but I'm going to make it my goal to visit her and to get her back to a group, preferably her church, which is uh, St. Cyril of Methodius in, in Deer Park. And I'm going, to, I'm going to take her there personally, and I'm going to go until she starts going on her own, and I'm going to get her involved. But uh, you've inspired me to do that and, and other things, but that's going to be a big goal of mine. Wow! And how twenty twenty two? How nice for you to to share a practical application of my words of encouragement. Um, I, I, you bring tears to my eyes. Thank you. Just wonderful. 
and and to everyone there, uh, from Catherine and me, from Ransom Notes, uh, we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. This is the last time we'll talk to you until actually the new year, I think. Right, Catherine? We, uh, yes, sir. We'll be talking again on, I think, January 3rd it is. And we'll have a whole new year and we'll have a whole new set of goals and all new ransom notes. Catherine, Merry Christmas to you and Marianne and to everyone uh, at uh, Accordia and um, Concordia, is it? I'm sorry, did I? Yes, yes, yes. Concordia Village. Concordia Village. We'll talk we're, we're not going to do it next week. But so. no. To everyone there, your first Christmas there. Enjoy it. And, and to everyone, Merry Christmas and, and uh, lots of love to everyone. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes.